bit today about uh, prayer. In case you don't know who I am, I'm Eric Sorensen, uh, church planner, pastor of Epiphany Lutheran Church here coming to you from my apartment. Uh, this is a rarity now, but my kids are actually all outside of the home already at school, so I get to talk to you from uh, my place. Uh, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and dig into our devotion for today, Colossians chapter 4, uh, verse 2. We're only reading one verse. It's all about prayer, and it reads like this. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Now, I don't know about you, uh, but I think one of the most silly evidences of sin in my life uh, on a regular basis is trying to live without prayer. I mean, it is clearly a gift. It is God saying to us at any given moment, Come to me, the Lord of heaven and earth, who literally is in charge of everything, and I am going to guide you. I am going to help you. I am going to serve you. It is, it is in every way a gift. And yet, and yet, oh, how often I find myself prayerless. I find myself not starting my day in prayer or not uh, living throughout the day in prayer or coming to the Lord at night in prayer, I find myself being far too independent. This is so insane. It really is. It's insanity. You know, my friend Paul Tripp says sin is insanity, and that's what it is. It's insane. Uh, and yet I would imagine uh, that I'm not the only one that struggles with prayer. Uh, the fact is I think most of us do. Uh, we get very easily distracted we get very uh, off focus very quickly because we want things right now and we pray and if something doesn't happen right now then we kind of go, ah, I'll do it later, I gotta get to work, I got things to do, I'm an important person, I'm, in, I'm busy. And this is all so much of a problem. So it's into that, it's, uh, it's into the world that we live in that Paul says to the Colossians, who probably struggle with prayer too, continue steadfastly in it. Continue steadfastly in it. And uh, so I want to talk about the three things that he says in this verse today about prayer, in our struggle with prayer. Uh, first thing, when he says continue steadfastly, he basically means make it regular. Prayer is something that we should be making regular. And this is what I mean. To continue steadfast in something means it requires effort. It really does. It requires effort. It's like any other discipline in life. It's like exercise. It's like eating well. It's like anything that you know is good for you. It's going to take a little work. It's going to take some discipline. It's going to take some time that you set aside. It's going to, in many cases, take other people helping you in prayer. Uh, what I mean is, you know, when the disciples struggled to know how to pray, they didn't just start doing things on their own. They said, Jesus, how do you pray? And Jesus gave them, an, like, the words for prayer in the Lord's Prayer. Um, we need help. And so, uh, so that, means, that means effort. It means effort. And sometimes it's, uh, most of the time it's not easy. It becomes easier like any other discipline. Over time it becomes something more natural. Uh, but initially, um, it takes effort. There's a great quote from Luther about this where uh, he says, Christians must practice prayer frequently and with diligence. We, we need to be constantly engaged in it. 
And it means to uh, demand earnestly so that there is uh, nothing that Christians must do more frequently than praying. There is also nothing that requires more labor and more effort. And for this reason is more effective and more fruitful. This is Luther talking about prayer. There's a famous quote from Luther where he talks about all the things he has to do in the day. And he says, the only way I can deal with it is if I pray for three hours at the beginning of the day before I get started doing anything. And we read stuff like that and we go, man, Luther must have been a prayer warrior. Must have been a prayer warrior. Well, he struggled the same way that you and I do. Listen to this quote from Luther talking about his struggles. He says, I sit here like a fool and hardened in leisure. Pray little, do not sigh for the church of God, yet burn in a big fire of my untamed body. Man, there's nobody that has a way with words more than Luther. In short, I should be ardent in spirit, but I am ardent in the flesh, in lust, in laziness, leisure, and sleepiness. Already eight days have passed in which I have written nothing, in which I have not prayed or studied. Thus we need to be reminded, continue steadfastly in prayer. It's something that, that demands effort. It's something that we need to be doing all the time. And yes, even acknowledging it's a struggle. Part of the reason it's a struggle, why? Our, the old man, the flesh, wants nothing more than to be in complete control of his life. Your fleshly nature loves the idea of having complete control, and prayer is a means by which your flesh is killed because you are saying, you are admitting very, very quickly, I am not in charge. Your flesh will battle against that, and that's why it's so easy to avoid it. Uh, second thing Paul says about prayer is for us to pay attention, or the word he uses in this verse is uh, be watchful. Uh, now, there are a couple of things this statement can mean. Uh, on the one hand, that phrase, be watchful, is often associated with looking for our Lord's second coming. So Paul could be alluding to that. He could be saying in your prayers, remember that God is coming back again, that this is not the world as it is, is not the way it's always going to be, that Jesus is renewing all things. And, and that, might be, that might be something that he's alluding to here. But I think it also, in a more general sense, is just saying when you come to the Lord in prayer, you want to be alert. You want to be alert about your own life and about the lives of those around you. You want to be alert about the world around you. You want to bring the world's needs to the Father. You want to confess your own sins, and you don't want to pretend as if you don't have them. You don't want to uh, live in any way in denial about the reality that is around you and that is in you. And so the idea, I think, in saying be watchful is that you're laying your whole life out before the Lord. And then the third thing he says is he says to pray with gratitude or with thanksgiving. Now, I can't tell you how important this is in just your own daily existence, how important it is internally for you to take time to think about all the things you have to be grateful for. It really does make a difference to count your blessings. I know that we can sort of uh, use phrases like count your blessings as almost cliches, but man, it's so true. Like if you just stop most of the time and say, all right, yeah, there might be some things that are difficult, that are bad, that are struggles right now, but there's also a ton of things 
that I can be grateful for. The fact that I breathe, the fact that I have food, the fact that, my, that I have shelter, the fact that my kids are, are going to a school that is teaching them. I mean, there's numerous things. And most of all, the fact that God would choose to save a sinner like me, even though I didn't deserve it, and I still don't. There's always reasons to be grateful, always reasons to pray with thanksgiving. So the idea is that when you come to God in prayer, you're not just coming with your requests, but you're coming with praise. You're coming uh, remembering who he is and all that he does for you. So those are the three things that Paul says to do in prayer. Uh, continue steadfastly in it. Be watchful, be alert, and be thankful. Next week, we'll talk a little bit more about prayer as it, re as it uh, refers to the ministry. But until then, I hope you have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.